Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Friday the 20th of January and as usual with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well, let's kick things off as usual with the scores on the doors. We had the Dow Jones closing down 252 points or 0.76%, 33,045, just clinging to that 33,000 level. It was high of the day was down 69 points. It's low was down 315 points. So we did see a little bit of a rally off the low uh, during the final session, but uh, inevitably it did close lower again. One or two Fed heads out and about yet again uh, talking up interest rates. Also last night, the debt ceiling in the US was reached. Janet Yellen had been warning about this being hit on Thursday. It hit that level of 31.4 odd trillion US dollars and is another negative, I would imagine, for the US market just at the moment. We also had some economic data out last night from the US and we'll get to that in a minute. NASDAQ, though, fell just around 1%, 106 points, 0.97% to 10,851 and the S&P 500, pretty much in line with the Dow, down 0.77%, 30 points to 38.99, just below the 3,900 level. The VIX volatility index, as you would expect, given a bit of a bout of negativity around at the moment, was up 0.9%, 20.53%. I would expect to see that head a little bit higher as well as people started taking out some insurance, especially with the debt ceiling. And one or two other issues around and about the place, the ASX 200 SPY futures. Uh, don't forget, yesterday we did see January uh, futures and uh, the ETO market it do expiry. ASX SPY futures down one point. 73.85 on there. UK markets were down 1.1%. European markets across the board were pretty badly hit, actually. The stock 600 down 1.6%. Germany down 1.7%. France down 1.9%. Spain down 1.5%. It would appear that Christine Lagarde uh, was out and about talking about uh, interest rates. She said inflation way too high and the ECB to stay the course. So that was partly responsible for that fall in the U.S., uh, well, in European markets. U.S. stocks, though, let's have a little look at some of the big ones. Apple unchanged pretty much. Meta, the artist formerly known as Facebook, up 2.4%. Google up 2.2%. Microsoft down 1.7%. Amazon down 1.9%. Tesla down one3 Netflix down 3.2%. But big news as the results have dropped after hours. Stock is up around 4%. So on the day, up around 1%. Looks like good subscriber numbers there for Netflix. And we'll get on to that in a little bit more detail in a minute. JP Morgan down 1.3%. Citigroup down 0.1%. Goldman's up 04 Bank of America down 1.45%. Wells Fargo down 1%. And Block, the artist formerly known as Square, 
was down 1.6%. So a bit of a move to the downside there for Block. As far as the US Treasuries go, the 10 years up two basis points, 3.395, still below that 3.4 level. The two years up 4.2 basis points, 4.118. The Aussie 10 years, 3.41%. Pretty much now in line with the US 10 years. Haven't seen that for a little while. Bitcoin had a little bit more of a rally last night, up 1.5%. The Aussie dollar, though, falling uh, down to 69.10, down 0.4%. And the US dollar index down 0.3% as well. We did see some US jobs numbers out last night. Initial filings for unemployment insurance fell to their lowest level since late June last year, uh, signaling to investors that the labour market is very resilient amid a slowing economy. Uh, a little bit more on that in Henry's take today as well. Watching Ken Mollis, uh, one of the uh, investment banking legends, uh, talking to uh, CNBC at Davos. The great and the good talking there. The smartest guys in the room talking lots at Davos at the moment. But uh, he had something to say about labour markets. Claims totaling, though, see, uh, seasonally adjusted 190,000 for the week ending Jan 14. A decline of 15,000 from the previous period. And bullish sentiment in the latest weekly survey by the American Association of Individual Investors rose to its highest level in nine weeks, up 31%, up from 24% last week, and just below last year's high, which was reached in mid-November of 33.5%. Federal Reserve Governor Lyle Brainard said Thursday she expects interest rates to remain high, despite recent signs that inflation is weakening. weakening. She said the Fed will stay the course. Isn't that what the ECB said? Until inflation shows more signs that it's moving closer to the Fed's 2% goal. JP Morgan's analyst Marco Kalanovic, has, uh, which, who has gained quite a big following after calling the stock market rebound in 2020, as they say, a stopped clock is right at least twice a day. Said a recession hasn't been priced into equities just yet, meaning there could be more downside from here. Every talking head I hear on CNBC continues to see more downside and a retest of the lows. So certainly still some pessimism out there in market land. As far as commodities went last night, uh, Brent crude, 1.8% higher, $1.50, $86.25. WTI up just under 1%, 78 cents to $80.26. Gold price, 30 bucks better, 1933, up 1.6%. That falling US dollar helping there. So good news for gold buffs today. Expect to see a little bit of a reaction there. Copper down 0.3. Nickel bouncing around like bilio at the moment. Up 5.75%. Nickel Industries will be happy with that after their big placement at $1.2 was looking suspiciously like it was going to go to that level or below yesterday. Aluminium down 0.23%. Zinc up 1.9%. Lead down 1.8%. Tin ton down 0.9%. In Mining stocks overseas, BHP up 1.2%, Rio up 1.2% as well. The iron ore price was better last session, up half a percent. 
Mining stocks, Freeport McMoran up 0.5%. Alcoa, who had some disappointing numbers out yesterday, uh, down 7.2%. Expecting to see those downgrades come through for AWC as well here. They had a nasty day yesterday as well. Of course, they are a derivative of Alcoa. Tech down 1.3%. Anglo down 3%. Glencore down 2.2%. Arbomile copping it down 1.9%. Vale pretty much unchanged last night. So interesting numbers out there. But um, certainly local news. A little bit thin on the ground this morning. Uh, The AGL has appointed a new CEO, which, surprise, surprise, was an internal appointment. Uh, Some commentators suggesting they have missed a chance for a reset. Uh, Net Net Wealth Group has been downgraded to a hold from a buy at Jefferies. Nanosonics downgraded to neutral from overweight at Baron Joey. We do have Fisher and Paykel uh, having some uh, earnings uh, guidance out this morning. Guides to uh, FY operating revenue of 1.55 to 1.6 billion, which is slightly better than the market had been expected at around 1.47 billion. That's New Zealand dollars. Illumina has been downgraded to sell from neutral at Citibank. Uh, Perpetual has reported Q2 AUM, that's assets under management, 93.7 billion versus a quarter ago of 89.8 billion. It has also provided guidance for NPAT between 65 to 70 million. Uh, Estimates were for around 60 million, so good news there. Uh, Northern Star has been downgraded to outperform from buy at CLSA, and we have seen as well uh, not much else. Uh, 360 Life 360 COO David Rice to transition to new role as GM of International, and 360 will begin search for a new COO. Talking of uh, chief operating officers and CEO moves, I guess the surprise move last night or this morning was Netflix co-founder Reed Hastings that announced they will step down as chief exec handling the reins of the streaming service, of course, to his longtime partner and co-CEO Ted Sarandos and Greg Peters, who is currently the COO at Netflix. So expect to see, I suspect we had a pretty good day yesterday after that jobs number came in uh, with um, signs that maybe the economy is slowing just a smidge giving the RBA some breathing room, but I would imagine today is going to be relatively lacklustre end to the week, but we shall see how things pan out. That spy future is hardly moving, but uh, we will see how things go. US obviously giving us a bit of a negative lead, but uh, given our gearing and leverage to China, which is opening up, and of course we've got Lunar New Year hitting as well this weekend, uh, we should hold up relatively well, I suspect. Well, that's it from me today. Question of the day, though, is what is your preferred streaming service? Netflix numbers out last night showing a growth in subscribers. But what is the streaming service that you favour here in Australia? Is it still Netflix or are we looking more at Disney or even Stan, which seems to have dropped off a little bit? But uh, what is your preferred streaming service? Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. And as always, may the trading gods go with you.